Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. Today, folks, I want to talk to you about the election. Biden won the Electoral College votes yesterday, and it does look like we will be swearing in a new president come January. And so I have some thoughts that I want to share with you. What should we as Christians do? Many of us feel, I certainly do, that fraud had occurred. Many of us feel that, um, that the Democrats have pulled off a legal theft of the presidency. Irregularities, fraud, it's plainly evident. However, they were successful in covering up their fraud. They rigged the state election laws, changed them. And sadly, it seems like our legal system doesn't want to do anything about it. Now, this may not be all over, but I think for sure we can accept and prepare for Biden being sworn in. Now, whether or not this fraud will still remain hidden and uninvestigated is another story. So I want to share some thoughts with you. What should we be doing as Christians? I'm going to come at a different angle, folks. I think there's something that we need to start praying for, because I believe God's still on the throne. There are certain promises that are in God's Word, and I think that there is a practice that we have forgotten, that we have not availed ourselves to, and that is reminding God of his covenants. When I talk about the great revivals of the past, one of the things that the people prayed for in order to bring revival to the land is that they reminded God of his covenants. God is a covenant-keeping God. When times are at their most precious moments, in other words, the, uh, we, we, we've got to see God work. When you're at that, at that stage, and you're desperate, here's some of the prayers that I think we need to start praying. And I'm going to share that with you in today's broadcast, and I hope you'll stay with us as we get into it. Before we do, let me quickly remind you, we are in our year-end appeal. We desperately need to bring in new support. We've lost some folk that used to support our ministry. Some have you know, either passed away or moved away from our listening audience. Uh, I know that happens quite a bit. Uh, I've had some people, you know, that don't support us anymore because they moved away from where they were listening to us, even though we're still broadcasting and they still are, you know, happy that we're doing it, just they don't get to hear us and, and no longer supporting us there. And so we need to find ourselves an additional $1,000 a month coming in through our monthly donors. Now that can simply be done by 10 of you out there who can support us at $100 a month. And maybe you can't do $100, maybe you can do $10 or $50 or whatever. And so let me give you our phone number that you can call. And by the way, too, we need to raise by the year end an additional $5,000. It's 
so that we can end the year in the black. If you can help us with that, uh, with a one-time gift, here's the number to to call, 800-616-0082. That's 800-616-0082. Or you can give safely, securely online at fortressoffaith.com, fortressoffaith.com or .org. It's the same website. Or if you want to give by check, give us a call. We'll be glad to give you that uh, uh, our address. But I don't want to take the time on the air to do that. But um, you can give us a call. The number is 800-616-0082. Now let me show you a situation in the Bible where God was reminded of his covenants. Nehemiah did this. He was in captivity. He was in the same city that Esther and Mordecai and Haman and King Ahasuerus and all that, uh, when, when the Jews were in captivity, taken away by the Babylonians and, and other kingdoms had come in and taken over. Um, Nehemiah gets word of the destruction of Jerusalem. Some people had seen and come back and, and witnessed what had occurred. The walls had been destroyed and temples destroyed. And he is in great grief in verse number 4 of chapter 1. Then in verse number 5, he reminds God that God is a God of covenants, that he keeps his covenants. Covenants. In verse number 5, and what is a covenant? It's a promise. God has made a promise. And so God then is obligated to fulfilling his promises, his covenants. And Nehemiah reminds God that he is a God of covenants, that he keeps them. He says, I beseech thee, O Lord, God of heaven, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenant. That he was reminding him, God, you, you keep your covenants. And then he appeals to him in verse number six for God to open his ears and open his eyes to the things that he is praying. In verse number six, let thine ear now be attentive and thine eyes be open that thou mayest hear the prayer of thy servant, which I pray before thee now. And so he's saying, God, your covenant keeping God, listen to what I'm going to say, what, I'm, what I have to request of you. And then in verses six through seven, he makes confession of sins of his father's generation and is of his own generation both i and my father's house have sinned he said uh, we have dealt very corruptly against thee and against thy uh, we have not kept thy uh, commandments nor thy statutes nor thy judgments which thou commandest thy servant moses he they you know he confesses uh, sins he's he's coming clean before god and then in verse number eight he tells god to remember Remember, remember, God, that you said that if we were disobedient, that you would scatter us. And that's what you've done. You've scattered us. But you also said that you would gather those who would repent and turn back to you. Verse 9, but if ye turn unto me, you said this, if you turn unto me and keep my commandments and do them, Though there were of you cast out unto the uttermost part, yet will I gather them. You said you would do this, that if we turn to you, so he's reminding God, remember this, you're a covenant-keeping God. 
and, and thus God heard his prayer and provided for them to return and finance the, the return of the Jews and the building of the wall and the rebuilding of the temple and all these things uh, uh, came into place. Why? Because a man prayed and he asked God to remember and he reminded God that he was a covenant-keeping God. I'm here to tell you, folks, that all those these things are befalling us today. And the thing that just bothers me so, so much in my own heart, folks, the thing I think that grieves me the most is that we're seeing the wicked that are in our nation prosper. We're seeing those that... that that embrace evil and practice lewdness and the killing of the unborn and the homosexuality and all the vile wickedness that is going on in our nation. Those that are performing these things, they're the ones who are be- seem to be prospering. It's the wicked that is going to be taking over the power, uh, the, the, the reins of power of our nation. And that breaks my heart. And I can't help but remind myself in God's word. He tells us in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 13, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. What's what's gone on in this election? They have committed fraud. They've hidden their tracks. I mean, folks, there's uh, evidence. One of the areas where fraud had occurred up in Philadelphia. A break-in occurred, and these uh, thumb drives that you know was being, that we have witnesses saying that thumb drives were stuck into these computers. We watched it. We saw it. We have testified under um, threats of perjury, and we, we saw this happen. And we can track the evidence, we can investigate the evidence, but did you know that a break-in had occurred up there and they stole, not all of them, there were 43 of these thumb drives and 27 of a certain number of them were taken, were removed. Evidence has been removed. We may never be able to prove that fraud had occurred because they've covered their tracks. The Bible says, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper. Well, they're covering their sins, but they seem to be prospering. And so I'm going to challenge you to join me in, my, in these prayers to remind God that he is a covenant-keeping God and that he promised us that those that cover their sins shall not prosper. The Bible also tells us in Psalms 34, verse 21, evil shall slay the wicked, and they that hate the righteous shall be desolate. I'm reminding God that he told us that the evil will slay the wicked. The wicked will be slayed by the evil. And that they that hate the righteous, they will be made desolate. I'm reminding God that he's a covenant-keeping God, and he made these promises to us. Promises also made in Psalms 11, verse 6, Upon the wicked shall he rain snares fire and brimstone and a horrible tempest. This shall be the portion of their cup. 
I mean, the Bible's full of this. That the wicked shall not prosper, but the righteous will be blessed. There are many times that we see God's people praying for the wicked to be punished. Psalms chapter 28, verse 4. Give them according to their deeds, David said, and according to the wickedness of their endeavors. Give them after the work of their hands. Render to them their desert. Give them what they deserve, Lord. And just as David prayed this kind of prayer, and I've got to be honest with you, I've not done this before. This is new ground for me. But I've come to the point where I see wickedness abounding and succeeding. And I feel compelled to fall on my knees and to call out to God and remind him of his covenants. and Remind him that the evil shall not prosper. That he promised that the, uh, that the righteous would be blessed and would prevail. But we're seeing just the opposite. Now, I don't believe God can break his promises. And I don't believe that God would lie to us. I believe that God's word is true and that his promises are sure and that we can trust in them. But we need to call upon God to fulfill what he has promised. That's going to be it for today. Again, let me, let me remind you, we need your support to end this year strong. Would you give us a call? The number again is 800 616 And also join us in prayer for righteousness to prevail. We'll be back again tomorrow at the corner of Truth and Courage. God bless you.